Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back to Hope for Today in our series on Family Matters. Thank you for joining co-hosts Naja E. Brown and Zenobia Bailey. How are you doing today, Zenobia? I'm fine, thank you. Thank you for asking, and hello, everyone. Wasn't it a glorious day? Can't you tell that spring is in the air here where we are? (laughs) It's just been beautiful with all of the blooms and... uh, the sun was out for much of the day, and it's still out. It's just that it's not shining as it, you know, brightly with the day going on, but it's exciting. It really is. It's just miraculous to me. Every year I never get over it, Nausea, um, how the seasons just know the exact time uh, to flourish, and that's because we know their creator told them what to do and when to do it, and they do it. Yeah. <laughs> I've got beautiful roadies that are in bloom, full bloom. So that it's oh. exciting every time I look out my window. Well, Erwin's going to say this. Erwin, my, my husband, um, uh, our listeners, he um, he pruned a tree the other week, and and he saved a a, a, a limb, just set it against the fence, and do you uh-huh. not know it started to bloom? It's like it was still in the ground. Oh, I couldn't my. get over that. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Anyway, I don't want to take too much time, but I just thought that was, that said a lot. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for (laughs) sharing that. Okay, well, we're going to continue on with uh, part two of the uh, wife's role. And last, uh, the last time we did a podcast a couple of weeks ago, you laid a wonderful foundation on the wife's role and you introduced some passages. And I'm going to encourage our listeners, if you've not been uh, listening to all of the podcasts along the way because they do build upon each other, that you would go back and, and take a look at and uh, see which ones you've missed, or if you've missed them all, go back and, and uh, entertain yourself with listening to them. And you can do so by Googling Hope for Today and then all of the podcasts that we've done, not just the Family Matters series, but all of them that we've done will be available to you. So last, uh, the last time we were online, Zenobia talked about the wife's role and laid a very, very good foundation about wives submitting um, her, themselves to their own husband, and that's found in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 22 through 23. We talked about that word submissive and how sometimes it can be very offensive and it can carry different meanings for different women. And then we also talked about Proverbs 31, verses 10 through 31, and that is often referred to as the virtuous woman or the woman of valor. And Zenobia laid a good foundation of what the wise woman looks like, the woman of valor, the virtuous woman looks like. And many of us have probably been in a Bible study where we've studied these passages and we look at this woman and we say, oh my gosh, how can you ever do all of that, what she's done? And uh, we established that she's an entrepreneur, uh, she bought and sold land, she provided food for her family, she was a homemaker, a mother, a wife, very involved in her community, had an eye for the needs of those who were less fortunate, and it talked about her character, that she is strong, courageous, wise, kind, and honorable, and that she is blessed by her children, and her husband praises her. And then the fruit of her hand uh, allowed her to be praised, her works to be praised 
in the gates. And so the, that particular uh, depiction of a virtuous woman certainly presents that she's a, a woman of learning, leadership, courage, kindness, definitely a woman of character, a woman of faith, a woman of compassion, of prayer, and peace. Mm. And so today, isn't that wonderful? Yes, And those characteristics that that are available to all of us, that are are a part of who we are becoming as women of God. What were you going to say, Zenobia? No, no, I was just saying it's just beautiful. You know, you it's just something for every woman, married or not, to ascribe to be, in my opinion anyway. You know, Absolutely. you talked about leadership. You talked about um, integrity, character. You know, it's just if we just work on what and who we are supposed to be, it would just seems like it would just go so much better, you know. We'd love each other more, love ourselves more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll stop there. <laughs> but we're challenged. Uh, you know, it sounds simple and it sounds easy. It is accessible, but we're challenged. And so today, Absolutely. I want to look at Proverbs fourteen and one, which says the wise woman builds her house. So we've established how that virtuous woman looks. But then it, the passage says, "But the foolish woman tears it down with her own hands." So we're going to contrast that virtuous woman, that woman of valor, and we're going to talk about what are some of the the struggles that come with being a wife, with the role of the wife. And two that comes to mind is the submission to the husband, and that we established is, is it really is a privilege. So if the man is leading as he should, and head is and Christ is the the, the head of him, and Christ's church is an ex- the, the body of Christ is an extension of of uh, Christ, and we've established that the wife is an extension of her husband. It really is a privilege to be able to submit to someone whose leadership is obvious, and that leadership would be uh, the husband taking the initiative and responsibility to present the family under the lordship of Jesus. So submission oftentimes causes women to to be um, adverse to to that word, thinking that it's laying their, their life down to be a doormat or or that they're giving up their uh, their person. And then the other thing that comes to mind is the wife oftentimes uh, doesn't make her household her priority. So the challenge is that the world standards have given wives permission to work outside of the home, and that's not anything that's recent, but to work outside of the home and then for her to be her own person and to establish her own identity independent of her husband. And then so this emerging role is just running rampant, and so the wife then understands or thinks, believes that she's in control of her life and that she's entitled to her own career, and oftentimes she looks for self-advantage and advancement. And then that whole independence starts, which leads to different types of behaviors that manifest within the within the marriage. And so with that, uh, Zenobia, can you think of ways, I've got a few here that, that I'd like to present, but can you think of ways in which a woman just starts that, that, um, that path of independence, making decisions without consulting her husband, without con- including her husband, and, and how it shows up in the marriage and how that dis- lends to the tearing down of her household with her own hands. 
Oh, yes. There's just so, so many ways. Some of them very obvious, some of them very not as obvious, some of them uh, we can uh, get better control over than others for different people. Uh, let me start with um, one that may or may not be so obvious, uh, even uh-huh. though you would think, and that is the tongue, the mouth. Uh-huh. You know, we are so different. Men and women in general are just so different. And, and one of the ways is that you talk to a man about conversation, and he, most of the time, much of the time, is not about a lot of conversation. Uh, many men have to learn to engage with their wives because they don't, they just don't like to talk. But we, in general, we love to talk. And sometimes that talking just gets us into a lot of trouble. You know, your husband does something and you have something to say. And uh, it's most often not uplifting. It's not uh-huh. building him. It's not building the home. Uh, you Sometimes we say things and we don't mean we we say anyway. Well, I didn't mean it like that, but it's it's it it hits him as tearing him down. We may address him in a very negative way in front of other people, and that presents a problem. And he gets offended. Then you know there are going to be words between the two. We have to watch our mouths. The Bible itself tells us about uh, even if our husband says something to us that we don't uh, necessarily like. The Bible tells us that a soft answer turns away wrath. And so we can take away the sting, the weapon, just with the soft answer. Um, another would be uh, to make purchases, and you know, especially large purchases that haven't been discussed at all. And that goes on both sides, but we're not dealing with the husband today. We're dealing with us. And even if we were dealing with the man I don't know much about a man because I'm not a man, but Uh I know what God's word says, but we're dealing with women. And, you know, I was married. I mean, I was single a long time before I got married. And I think sometimes that is a troubling thing for marriages because women who have been independent can do it, do it meaning whatever it is, pay the bills, you know, uh, provide for themselves, whatever it is, and then you're married and the two have to become one and those two different personalities have to learn to mesh into one and there's resistance oftentimes. And so that's another area where I made this money. Why can't I spend this money how I want to spend this money? Do you hear me? I, I, I. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Those are two. Um, we can talk about more later if you want me to address some more even later today, I can, but those are two that I have seen rip up marriages. Okay. Very, very good. Uh, and I had those on in mind also. Another thing that comes to mind is when the woman has established uh, her identity, identity outside of her household and is pursuing a career. Mm-hmm. Uh, oftentimes what ends up happening is she's placing herself under the authority of someone else other than her husband. Yes. Uh, it could be a boss. It could be a male or a female boss. It just depends. But oftentimes the, the workplace, the boss, and the demands of the work and the boss supersede what would be a priority, uh, her household being a priority. 
So that comes to mind. Uh, the other thing is that establishing that separate checkbook, you know, which then gives liberty to, to write a check when you want to with the big purchases, the small purchases, and then just, just working independent, independently, you know, independent yeah. of your husband is, is a dangerous place to be, very, very dangerous place to be. So in contrast to that, uh, can I add one real quick thing too? Absolutely, and that is listening to too many voices. You know, even at Mm -hmm. at the point that a woman is, you talked about it being a process and a challenge, and so we find ourselves at times we're we're acclimating and we're trying to do what we know we need to do, and the marriage is going along well, the relationship is blossoming, and then all of a sudden, you know, here I am, I'm a vice president of whatever outside the home, and and then I hear these voices that are calling me through magazines, through talk shows, through friends that are saying, you need to go on to the next level. And, you know, so, and I'm not listening to the Word of God, which is the voice I ought to hear, and my husband's voice. I'm listening to all of these voices that give me uh, reinforcement to go the opposite way that I should go and maybe even intend to go. Uh-huh. Very good. So, you know, we're almost out of time. Boy, that time goes by quickly. Uh, so we we established that the, how the wise woman builds her house and how the foolish woman tears it down. <coughs> Excuse me. We should desire for ourselves when we're in a marriage the same type of relationship that we have with Christ. That's one of submission, yielding our own will, voluntarily and lovingly, giving, self-sacrificing, trusting and risking all that we have, <coughs> excuse me, and all that we are in faith, knowing that an abundant life is a gift to those who live within the plan of our Creator. I am so sorry. <coughs> okay, you so take your I, drink of water. Okay, so you can pick up if you'd like. Oh, oh. Uh, no, I agree with what you said. And um, audience, we are going to uh, just wind down here. And we thank you so much for joining. And Naja, are you okay with your throat? I am okay. I just need to do some more coughing that I'm not going to do on the podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, everyone. Well, until next time, take care and live in the hope of the Lord. This is Hope for Today saying farewell for now. Thank you, Zenobia.